Good morning, everyone. It's Dr. P, and welcome to another episode of the Daily Inspirational Podcast. Well, I hope you had an amazing holiday with your family and uh, had a chance to reflect on what happened in 2019 and how we're going to make it better in 2020. Before I get started today, I want to say a quick shout out to Gordon, to Carla, Michelle, Marie, Maria O, Andre, May Lee, Jonathan, Josie, Gina, my friends at Avidia Bank and Ross Mortgage, and everybody who listens to my podcast. Thank you so much for listening and sharing it with your friends. It means a lot to share this message with the world. You know, it's the beginning of something I believe is going to catch fire in time. In the last two months, I've had over 3,000 downloads, and yeah, that's just music to my ears. There's so much more coming up in 2020. I'm very excited, and I hope you keep listening, and I hope you keep sharing. But you know, I was at the gym this morning, and I've been struggling quite a bit in the gym with related injuries, and it never seems to be the muscles. You know, I go to the gym, I like to lift weights and try to keep my body in shape so I can last longer and have more passion with every uh, every passing day. But, man, over the past few months, I have been riddled with elbow problems and shoulder problems. I've been tired, but every day I still get up and I keep going after it and I just keep grinding through it. I keep telling myself that I'll be okay. These are just... These are just part of life. These are times that you have to deal with. I'm sure you're probably dealing with some of the same stuff. Life is this constant up and down battle. And some days it's like, seriously, can I just get off this ride? It makes me sick to my stomach. One day I'm up, next day I'm down. One day I'm up, next day I'm down. And we have to realize that we're in control of this. You may not think you are, but you are. You're in control of it through your perspective and the way you see things. So something just happened to me you know, over the past couple of days, I've been noticing a shift in me. It was really like a wonderful surprise. You know, I, I work full time as a physician treating patients. And then I do all this other work that I truly love and am inspired to do, which is podcasting and doing corporate engagements and speaking. I just love, love, love helping people. And I like being with people. It's so much fun. You know, my idea of going to work isn't sitting in a cubicle. Mine personally, if it's yours, I I don't mean to offend you. But, you know, I want to be around people and lots of different personalities and people in different needs. I I like to integrate with them and, and learn from them. And of course, I love to help share a message with them as well. And hopefully both of us can be better from knowing each other. But recently I noticed this and I really didn't notice it that well until I made a shift, but I guess I haven't been sleeping that good. You know, I'm, I'm skipping an hour or two here or there. I'm getting four or five hours when I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know my body needs seven or eight hours of sleep and I'm not getting it. And on top of that, the quality of my sleep hasn't been that good. My workouts have been sporadic. I've been in pain. I'm tired a lot. But like I said, I just keep trudging through it. I'm sure you're doing the same. Until the holidays came. So Lisa, my wife who runs my business, she said to me, we're only working Monday on the 22nd. We're taking the rest of the week off just to do whatever you want. Of course, my first thought is, you know what? I'm going to go down in the studio and I'm going to create all kinds of content and that'll be my my thing for the few days that I'm at home. But instead of doing that, 
I just kind of punked everything off. I felt like I was a college student again. I don't care if I got fun. I don't care about anything. I'm just going to sleep. So I laid in bed and I slept and slept. And then when I got done sleeping, I slept some more. And what I've noticed over the past three days is each night of sleep is about eight hours and it's uninterrupted. And man, do I feel good. I woke up today and I, and I recognized it, that I'm sleeping so much better and my body feels good. I'm not tired like I was. And then I, I went out to the gym today and I got a workout in and I went from like zero to hero in like four or five days of just decompressing and reducing the stress that's in my life. And today when I hit the gym, man, I was putting up weights that I haven't put up in a long time. The joints didn't hurt. The muscles felt good. And I stopped for a minute and I just kind of looked at myself in the mirror and I thought, oh my God, you're overworked and stressed out. Now, I don't see my stress as a negative and maybe you don't see yours as a negative either, but man, life is a journey. It's not a destination. And I was beating the piss out of myself day after day after day to try to create a life that's worth living, you know, to, to drive through the darkness of the, of the forest to come out the other side. And listen, that's going to happen. It's happening. But I don't need to, you know, to go crazy in there. Just kind of chill out once in a while. I realize more than ever now, and somebody gave me this advice many years ago. They said, you know what, if you're going to be enjoying the journey of life, you need a vacation about seven days off every quarter. I'm like, every quarter? That's that's four weeks a year. I can't do that. That was my limiting belief, right? I can't do that. I go to work. Welcome to America, people. Americans overwork like crazy. You know, the average American gets six days off a year. It's no wonder they don't sleep. When you have high stress, you don't sleep. When you have high stress, you're tired a lot. When you have high stress, your immune system doesn't work. And pretty soon you find yourself beaten up. And listen, we're going to do this anyway. Life is difficult, but we still have to get up every day. But you have to find that place where you can just decompress and let it all go. And I'll tell you, it's not easy. This is probably happening to you. I know it's happened to me. I go on a vacation, for instance, a seven-day vacation. It takes two solid days to shut this brain off. It's still echoing of all the things that I've done, the things that I need to do, the stuff I should have done. And then somewhere in the middle of this vacation, I feel like, oh, this is it. This is what it was supposed to be. Warm sunshine, having wonderful meals, making love to my wife, feeling connected with my wife, just living a great, great existence. I'm like, oh my God, I love this. And then a day before I come home, I'm right back at it. My mind is over racing about what I got to get done and how fast I have to get it done and the stress that it takes to get it done. And, you know, as I get a little bit older and a little more experienced, I realize that's just silly. I mean, you're either a winner or you're not. So which are you? Are you the winner? I hope you are. Then what is a winner? A winner is somebody, at least in my estimation, who just keeps going day after day after day and keeps learning from their mistakes and keeps celebrating their triumphs. Just stick with it. It'll happen. I had to remind myself of this. I'm like, hey, doc, chill out, man. You don't have to build Rome in a day because it sure wasn't. But at somewhere along the way, it got built, right? Just one small step at a time. And listen, if you're somebody in middle age like me, you understand this message. But if you're young and you're listening to my podcast, just know this. It's great to have a dream. And I want you to celebrate it in your mind constantly. But know this, that it's not going to happen overnight. And that's not a negative. It just takes time. 
Not only does it take time because of the world around you, but it also takes time for your brain to develop the the connections that it's going to take to sustain something so awesome. You don't just get to be awesome overnight. It takes time. It definitely takes time. And you need to decompress. I mean, think of yourself like a, a NASCAR. You're out on the track and, you know, you're beating the field and you're you're on, I don't know, whatever speed they're running at. I'm not a huge NASCAR guy, but I do appreciate it. You know, say you're doing 170 miles an hour. You can only do that for a number of, of laps until you basically have to just get off and go into pit row, get some gasoline, change your tires, fix anything that's leaking. I mean, these things have to be done efficiently and keep going. And we need that as well. We need time to do nothing and let our mind rest. Just let the synapses rest. Synapses are connections in the brain. Let them rest. Man, if you're constantly overloaded by what you think life needs to be, then you're focused on some sort of destination rather than the process of getting there. And I can tell you this, something that I've learned in my life, when I calm down more and I'm more on purpose and each day I work at it, but at the same time, I also need to just decompress and chill out. When I conduct myself that way, things just seem to come like crazy. It's like phones are ringing. People want to do business with you. They want to invest money into you. And it's like, what is going on here? Well, you're giving off something that is peaceful, yet it's driven with a sense of purpose. And if you can do that without feeling anxious and a mess internally, other people will sense that and they'll like what they see and feel in you. And that moves them along. And that moves you along. Then you realize, wow, I'm living a great life. I just said that last night. I was sitting on the couch watching Daddy's Home 2 with uh, my wife, Lisa, and my daughter, Angelina. I just spent the day in Boston with Angelina. We had lunch and we went shopping and I just, I couldn't get enough of her. And I don't get a lot of this because she's busy, I'm busy. So when it's time to just decompress, you get around the people you love the most and you revel in the joy and happiness of being with them and be sure to embellish it embellishment i want you to i want you to really embrace this word embellishment most people will embellish something that's going on in their life that's negative and as they embellish some negative event that happened by telling someone else they do it over and over and over crud now what all that embellishment has added color to an emotional event. So you're going to keep living that event over and over in your head. You're going to wind up a victim and pointing the finger at the world that the reason you're not where you want to be is because you got screwed. When in reality, you just embellished one little event that was destined to happen anyway. Well, how about if you flip it around? So I'll give you an example. I go to Boston with my daughter and I say, let's just go and have fun. No agenda. She goes, okay. We went in, we did some shopping, we had lunch. We had a really nice time. By the way, my sister came with me, so that was really fun too. So we went in and we laughed and we joked and we enjoyed each other. And it gave me a time just to realize that my life is great. So I just kept saying it over and over and over. I have an amazing life in my head, right? I kept saying, what a life I have. These beautiful people around me that love me and I love them. This is it. I don't need to be bigger, better, or better than I was yesterday. I mean, it's kind of cool when it happens, but I don't care. I already have an amazing life. And I just keep reminding myself of this. So what I do is I embellish the positive. And that's what I'm doing with you right now. I'm embellishing how much fun I had with my daughter and my sister and that time together. 
And I know that in the future, when I'm no longer here, my daughter will carry on the same message to her children. And you know, last night when we were sitting there watching this movie, sitting on the couch, my daughter looks at me and she goes, I'm so happy we have a great family because I really enjoy the holidays. I'm like, yeah. I talk about music to your ears, right? I don't have to worry about my children. I'm living a great life and they're just mimicking what they see in myself and my wife. I don't need to discipline them and threaten them. And if they make mistakes, I don't slam them for it. It's all part of life. And all of that is steeped in the embellishment of the best parts of life. And you know what is the best part? It's love. It's always been love. It will be love. Men and women will try to move mountains to get to the love. Love is the one emotion that drives us all incredible. And if we don't get it and we get pain in a certain time in our life, then we embellish the pain, which keeps us from ever getting into the sun where the love is in the first place. Stop embellishing your negative garbage and start embellishing the wonderful things that are happening to you and around you. When you go back to work after the holidays, make sure you tell your friends, or your family, whoever you're with, that I had a great holiday. It was amazing. I love sleeping. I liked eating tons of food. I love laughing and playing games with the family over. Just tell them stuff that feels good to you, right? And don't worry about those people that say, all you do is talk about yourself. Hey, listen, you're not trying to talk about yourself because you're a narcissist. You're talking about yourself because you want to add color to the best emotions possible. Therefore, they get relived over and over. Then your brain and your body are responding to that and you feel damn good about who you are. And you realize that you are in control. Just like me, waking up this morning, going to the gym, feeling fantastic on my way over there, then getting this workout that has been hiding inside of me for so long because of the aches and pains, I couldn't let it out. But the aches and pains are healing because I'm allowing my brain a chance to just decompress and then to really think about the things that are important to me and embellish them. So I walk down into the studio this morning, flip on the microphone, and here we are. I'm embellishing all over again. I love it. And I hope you're going to do the same thing. Stop those negative thoughts. Cut them off in their tracks. Know that they do serve a purpose because they keep you active. They keep you hungry. But when you have a chance to enjoy yourself and to be in, in love and to express love, that's where you want to be every chance you can. Now, I want you to think of this. It's the end of 2019. And what most people are going to do is they're going to start with a New Year's resolution. They're going to vow to make a change. Uh, you know, right off the bat, I go, okay, I, I can get myself around that. But there's some parts that I can't get myself around is that you have 365 days, any one of those days to make a change. Any one of those days, you can begin making changes in your life. But instead, we're going to choose the exact same day that all 7 billion people on the planet are going to choose. So what does that mean? Is there some mystical thing that says at the end of the year, we're all ready for a change? No. Matter of fact, that only 7% ever follow through on their um, New Year's resolutions. They just don't follow through. How come? Because it's not real enough. It's just a thing we do and everyone's doing it. So let's flood the gyms for a while and then we'll stop going and then we'll begin to make our excuses and then we'll gain some weight and then we'll go on a detox program and then we'll screw that up. It's just a... Come on, man. If this hasn't been you, we've all been victim to this kind of crappy mentality. So this is what I want you to, to at least consider. It, it isn't New Year's yet, right? So why don't you just pick today? 
Matter of fact, why don't you pick right now? If you're listening to this podcast, obviously, I want you to think about what it is that you want to feel every day of your life. Do you want to feel joy and happiness? Well, then you have to think a certain way. And if you want to have pain and suffering, turn on your TV and think a certain way. But you can change it anytime you want. If you want your body better, then begin. If you want to sleep better, then begin practicing. If you want to have a better relationship, then become more compassionate. But you don't need January 1st to do all that. You just need to make a choice. So why not, instead of being like the masses, the 93% who will never follow through on the New Year's resolution, don't make a New Year's resolution. Today, simply say to yourself, today is the day right now because I'm listening to the doc and I want to change my life doesn't mean that you have a bad life. It just means that you want to move your life into a direction that has more sense. Maybe you commit now to more personal development. Maybe you buy a book or read a, uh, uh, not read, but listen to a podcast, mine or someone else's. Then you take a real hard look at yourself and say, you know what? I can be so much more. I can have so much more happiness and joy in my life. So learn to embellish the wonderful things and stay away from the people that want to drag you down. Get it? You don't need December 31st or January 1st to make that resolution. Just tell yourself today, I'm going to be making changes right now. In this moment, I'm making changes. And now you've separated yourself from the pack. You're no longer just a salmon swimming upstream to be spawned and be done. You're not in a pack. You're simply yourself. And who you are is enough. You know, I was watching um, Michael Bublé in concert the other night. I was on YouTube just farting around down in the studio doing some mindless stuff on the internet because I felt like it and I wanted to do it. And I was watching him there and he was singing with this young woman that was in the audience and it was very moving. She was incredible and she was having a moment and so was he. And, you know, and he said something that was really interesting. He said, you know, he's so blessed and happy to be there sharing love and compassion with people. And if he was there for the money, then his life is a mess. He said, that's not what I do it for. And then he said, I want to share a moment like this with somebody else who is not going to get this opportunity anywhere else. That's when he brought this young woman from the front row up and he came down and he sang with her and it was very moving. I was like, wow, I love that. But then when I sat there and I looked at all the faces and all the people in the audience, I realized that, yes, they were there to see Michael Bublé, but... If they themselves were not there, then there would be no concert. If they were there, there'd be no sense of emotion in that room which would collectively pull everyone together. You know, and I really started to think about it. I go, any major event that you go to and you're thinking that you're not worthy because Michael Buble is the reason we're all here? Um, maybe. How about we're all there to share something emotional and beautiful and fun? You know, I know that if you've been to a sporting event or you've been to a concert, you begin to develop friendships for the people that are sitting right next to you. You all want to feel something. You want to feel different. You want to feel love and joy and wonder and power and triumph. That's why we go to these things. They're wonderful. So if you wake up today and you look in the mirror and you say, well, I'm nothing, I challenge you and say, no, you are not nothing. You are one of the collective nature of all of us humans who want to experience greatness and joy and happiness. It doesn't matter who's singing the song. Because listen, if you go to a concert, if you go to Fenway, because I'm from Boston, right? And you get to the seventh inning and the, you know, the seventh inning stretch, and all of a sudden they're singing Sweet Caroline. Everybody in that stadium is singing that song, right? Why are they all singing it? Because they can. 
Yeah, okay, so it's a Neil Diamond song. It doesn't matter who the original singer was. They're all reveling in it. Our lives are connected to each other. We need to stay connected. So when you wake up every day thinking that, well, I'm just not that good like everyone else. No, 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 no. If you got a beating heart inside of you, then there's a reason for you to be here on this planet. I don't know what your reason is, but I do know that if I have a reason, then you have one. And I hope it, I hope it's to help others and connect the sense of community and joy and being there for each other when we're down. These are the things that are so important. I know it's been said a million times, it's a cliche, that it's not the the destination, it's the journey. But when you really sit back and you think about it, it really is the journey. You know, because the journey could be over tomorrow, could be over today. You know, you're going to wake up one day and that's the last day of your life. And I don't care if you're 25 or you're 85. There's no set course that we all can, you know, bank on. It's just going to happen. It's going to happen. You might as well enjoy each moment that you have. So just think about keep sharing yourself and just keep practicing embellishing the happy and wonderful things because you're not going to improve the quality of your life to see new and amazing things happen until you rewire that brain. And that brain is wired for negativity and pain and darkness and all the crappy stuff you keep telling yourself. So today, just start changing that and start smiling and spending time with people who love you and people that you love. And wait till you see what happens. Like me, you wake up, the body feels good, the workout's good, You know, my career keeps moving and it moves not simply because I'm making money, although that's still important. It's moving because I'm just helping people and I want to consistently feel people getting to discover themselves. I want you to discover yourself more and more and to be happier so that the next generation can do the same thing over and over and over. So that's the message I have for you today. And I wish you the very best for a new year. And if you're going to make a resolution, make it right now and do it now. Don't be part of the masses that will just do it for a bit and quit. Make a change now. And if you're not listening to this until February, well, there you go. Start in February. doesn't matter. Anytime you want to make your life better, you can do it. And it starts with a thought. So that's what I have for you today. And I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. And if you can share this with other people, everybody gets more out of it. And, um, you know, we make our world a little happier. So have a great day. And I'll see you next time on the Daily Inspirational Podcast.